0: Year. good definitely, she would be definitely. so good yeah yeah if there were to be like a child themed adult birthday party and you need all these all these grown-ass adults
1: sitting cross-legged on the floor
0: you need kate <laughs> yeager for that <laughs> kate yeager you gotta uh, you gotta think about this yeah. like this marketing That's angle. A niche right there. Why not? oh my god theme music what yes we have that coming real soon promise i know i keep saying that but uh you can trust me. Uh, in the meantime, hey, you people, you're listening to High Decibels, an NYC-based live music podcast. We check out the artists we love at New York City venues and beyond and report back to you. I'm Marlia,
1: And I'm James, and the song you're listening to is Medicine by Stefan Alexander, who we saw at a So Far sound show in the Boogie Room on September 6th and who we'll be talking about today. If you'd like to see more, follow us on Instagram at High Decibels Podcast for clips, picks, and more. Good job! From the show, I didn't mess it up this time. And oh, and we're on iTunes now. Find us on iTunes. We are just search, yeah.
0: Just search for High Decibels Podcast. Um. Anyway, uh, getting into this particular show uh this show was part of what is called a so far sounds and that is a concert series that you can find in pretty much every major city in the world mm-hmm. and beyond um
1: possibly mars ask Elon. <laughs> didn't
0: they make a joke about that once i think no, they did like yeah. we would love to do a so far from and they've actually done one in an art antarctica Oh, right. uh,
1: yeah, actually, I do hear that. I feel yeah, like I, I remember that, yeah. that, them yeah. saying
0: that. So uh, anyway, so it is this concert series, and um, it is very uh, lo-fi, uh, intimate setting. Do you want to just describe what the process is for so far, like how you end up at one? and?
1: So you got to go online, basically, uh, look up their website, look up in your city, in your area, because, you know, specifically in New York, they have them in all five boroughs, and in all different neighborhoods in the boroughs. Um, and what they do is they announce when and in what area there's going to be a show. You basically apply for tickets. I think you're guaranteed if you're a first-time. Um, I'm not sure about if, that. If that's you have a more. much better chance. Yeah, you have a much better chance if you've never gone before. It's kind of a lottery. It's sort of a – I don't know if it's picked by random, but it kind of is. And you specifically say if it's just you or if it's two people. And then when you hear back and say, yes, you got these tickets, and they're what?
0: oh about 15
1: 15 bucks eight, yeah 15 to 20 i think 20. i paid 18 yeah it, it kind of depends on where you go and then they'll tell you okay it's going to be you know in our case september 6th and it's going to be in koreatown but
0: they'll should. tell you that the night before right or sooner
1: right uh they'll just tell you the area and then oh oh, right the area yeah. they'll
0: tell you how to time but yeah but the day before is yeah. when they give that the, the
1: night before they actually tell you where it's going to be specifically so in this case it was at the boogie room In uh, what was the hotel that was in?
0: That was in the basement of the Mondrian The Mondrian, that's right. This is in, uh, well, I thought this was Murray Hill, but they call it Nomad. Nomad. I guess that's a neighborhood now. Yeah, I don't know.
1: They keep changing that that shit up. But, I mean, we've been to a couple. We've been to several in Brooklyn, um, and it's gone from everything from, like in this case, it's the basement of a hotel, but, uh, you know, we've gone to just bars. Mm -hmm. We've gone to uh, a cookie factory, uh, a coffee shop, and essentially they shut it down for the night wherever they are. And they just let uh, however many people were allowed to come to the show in. And you're going to see three acts. You don't know who it's going to be. And you don't even know what kind of music it's it's gonna be. I mean, we've seen a uh, guy do slam poetry and lead a meditation group.
0: But we know. found out who it was. It wasn't like we were surprised as they went on. They have little uh, leaflets that mm. they have on the tables. Yeah. where they, they show that where now you can see who the artists are before the show actually starts. Right,
1: and and now they actually encourage everybody to take your phone out, stream a little bit. Tag these guys on Instagram. It's a good way for very unknown artists to get a little bit of exposure. Now we should mention that
0: they are almost always... I know there was that one Naked and Famous random thing. Well, no, no, no. no.
1: The Naked and Famous long before they became oh, big oh, okay. had done it so far and actually okay. another band that i really love the wild adriatic i know has done at least one or two so fars
0: but wild adriatic does have a fan base so it's like you yeah, could I mean, me. get me <laughs> and I
1: mean, people from upstate yeah, yeah, you know but what i mean whenever we go
0: to their shows it's like they're pretty packed like again so you it's can people get from that, upstate you could like get me. someone who's like absolutely brand new
1: yeah somebody up there playing violin um and it's generally it's you know unique music you're gonna see a rapper, you're, you'll see uh, folksy singer songwriter. Right. You'll see guys, or it's like, Yeah, no, we're a rock band, but you know, the two of us showed up with our acoustics and we're gonna play a couple of our songs. It's really cool, basically. You never know who you're gonna see, it's always like a small, really intimate setting. Guys and gals, this is great date night stuff, so uh, like especially this last one that oh. we just did, the just Sorry. couples. <laughs> even it though, just even that they the were performers couples, was, was like, the like arms
0: damn, wrapped around like, Yeah, a lot of couples I'm like, at this are one. you kidding.
1: Um but it's sweet. It, it's it is like a nice little intimate thing to go to. So we could highly recommend them. Um, especially if you're in New York cuz we can without a doubt say that it's great here, but I'm sure in other cities it's just as good.
0: Yeah, and so uh I just want to mention too that um the venues are always like James was saying <clears throat> you know uh eight a- Atypical for the most part. Not in this case. We know we were in a straight up basement bar, which we'll get into in a second. But I mean, I went to one that was in a shoe store, Mm -hmm. and they were like, "You could shop." Yeah, (laughs) if you want to make make some money. Yeah, kind of neat. Um, you know, coffee something. Now, so you know, in terms of uh. You know, oh, and
1: real quick, usually BYOB. We forgot that for a second. Oftentimes yeah. it is. If it's not at a bar, you. they'll tell you beforehand B- BYOB. Which this is one kind was of at nice. a bar though, so not a big deal.
0: So yeah, so I mean, um, this is sort of like uh the sort of the vibe of MTV unplugged, um, except there isn't all chairs. Like there's a lot of people um on the floor and that sort of thing. Um Yeah, if you want to sit so, in a chair, get there early. So they put blankets on the floor, mm. but you know, if you want to cuddle up with your sweetheart and maybe lean your back against a chair that someone else is sitting in and they slowly find themselves drifting backwards towards the bar <laughs> you could do that uh-huh. you could you could be that that guy um so yeah so very unplugged but hopefully you do not get lauren held while you are there <laughs> womp, womp. um <laughs> usually the X are good i think there was maybe one that you were you didn't care for yeah uh, that meditation
1: leader. Yeah. he called me out
0: how so I don't you don't remember that
1: one no when he was like uh i don't know he was saying something it's like i know this isn't for everybody guy in the back looking at me and i was the guy in the back it's like I'm, you're trying to lead a meditation i'm tired you want me to fall asleep on you wouldn't that be ruder <laughs> like
0: <laughs> but that's like that was very much an outlier thing right right uh yeah out of all the ones i've been to and i would say i know, a little over half a dozen that was that was definitely out of left field um okay so that's a little bit about so far sounds As far as the venue, this venue was called the Boogie. Like we said, the Boogie Room was in the basement of a very fancy hotel called the Mondrian. Um, Do you want to describe the interior?
1: Yeah, I mean the inside of it. It had uh, actually really cool graffiti-style art on the wall (laughs) all over it. Um, It had a cool DJ booth that was set up like a or a a boombox. It wasn't too big. You know, maybe like 50-person capacity kind of thing. I couldn't quite tell, even when I Googled it, like what is it exactly used for. I don't know if it's just like a small club setting. Um, you can tell that it gets rented out a lot, so it's probably for like parties and stuff. I'm pretty sure one of the pictures on there had like M- Emily radzikowski on it, so, you know, they probably get a good amount of celebrities come to these kind of parties. Um, so I feel like it's that kind of thing. I'm not entirely sure if it's the kind of thing where it's like a Friday, let's go see what's going on at Boogie Room.
0: Right. So it is small. So, I mean, um, what we were saying, the venues are always going to be fairly small. So uh, if you are, you know, heavily Instagramming as we do um, for the purposes of this podcast mainly, um, it's recommended perhaps that you get there a bit early Mm -hmm. and try to sort of get yourself towards the back of the room. Because, you know, who kn- who would know that we're part of a podcast and might just think we're obnoxious, you know yeah. what I'm saying? So I was definitely um, filming a lot and, uh, you know, writing notes and that sort of thing. I don't think it bothers the artists, really. In fact, I have found, you know, especially since these are up and comers, they are they have been very interactive mm-hmm. um, it's been with neat. us with us on Instagram. Like when we would tag them, they would, you know, add it to their story or like, write, you know, drop us a note Um I'll tell you about another cool thing um, that one of the artists did, you know, later on in this episode. But uh, it's a really cool way to, you know, connect with the artists and that sort of thing. I think they certainly appreciate it. I'm just not sure about all of the crowd, you know. So I think, you know, if you're if you're we were fine because I was sitting in a a high back booth like no one could really see what I was doing unless they literally turned around and looked. So uh, it wasn't bothering anyone. But that's just something to keep in mind. But yeah, anyway, and yeah. Real
1: quick, though, the other thing on that is this time in particular, they said, hey, you know, like I, I think I mentioned this already, like Instagram these guys, follow them, post some stuff about them, give them some exposure. So this is very much a chance for artists to gain exposure. Mm-hmm. And uh, at least the so far themselves encourage people to, you know, throw throw this up on their stories and that kind of thing.
0: Right. And so and and also, too, I I, I forgot to add this, is that um, these shows in general, because they are small, intimate, whatever. This is really great for people who, like, kind of freak out about things like wearing earplugs and crowds. Yeah. And you're not going to have to worry about that. That sort of thing. You know, I mean, this is a way for you to support live music, especially newer artists Mm -hmm. um, without the hassle of a uh, larger venue where the bathrooms are not clean. Um, OK, so anyway, uh, I wanna I, I'm gonna probably do another snippet here of a um, uh, Stefan Alexander song here. I think this one was like called uh, Cry Again, which uh, I believe is a new song that he has not performed before. Okay, so um, I guess I'm gonna get into Stefan Alexander because I, I have the, the connection there, I guess Yeah, you go can on. say any, you know I'm not saying like I'll have connections but like I'm um, an emotional one. Um, so Stefan Alexander first came to my attention, um, on a podcast, which we will link to, um, called Risk. It's excellent. It's run by Kevin Allison, who was an ex-member of the MTV's The State. And if you don't know what that is, I feel sorry for you and you should look it up. Um, anyway, so Stefan was on there and he told his story. And Stefan is, I want to say, 27, 28, something like that. And this guy's really been through the ringer. Uh, He's been playing music his whole life. Um, And unfortunately, about, I don't know, I want to say mid 20s or something like that, maybe a few years ago, he started experiencing these like strange uh, chronic pains, but like not even really muscular, but almost as if it was like a phantom, like intense burning type thing. And well, you know, he talked about, uh, his, um, his, you know, journey with that. And there was a lot that resonated with me on that story. Uh, you know, I don't get into with this in the time, a ton, but I, I experience, uh, my, you know, share of a, uh, chronic pain. I have a, a bad shoulder, which I know sounds ridiculous, but it can really be quite painful at times. And, and, you know, and all just like his story, I've been to all the doctors and whatever. And, uh, no one can see any, anything really broken there. Um, and so, you you know, you get to this point where you're like, you know, people are tired of hearing about it. You stop talking about it. You start lying about it when that's really the problem. You come up with something else that's more palatable. Um, you know, and I guess to hear someone tell a story like that, um, was such a relief because that was like wow like at least there's one person that would believe me when I said that this is this you know this is a thing almost every day my what's with me is not as severe as what he was going through he was literally like he would feel like uh it was if it was like a snake coiling around his vocal cords you know
1: Not to mention, he he would talk about like a burning sensation in his arms and hands as he's trying to play, making it difficult to get through
0: songs. Difficult to play, difficult to sing. Um, And, uh, you know, eventually, so. uh, you know what? I'm I'm not going to tell you the whole thing because I think you should go. I think we should link to that episode. Yeah, and it's people, worth should, it. people should people ha- should give that a listen. But a lot of like things that I connected to, like, uh, um, so his pain wasn't or was a result of anything really physically wrong with him. It's sort of like a neurological thing, and. Um, a lot of it stems from a lot of worrying like in his uh childhood and 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 everything that he was saying about those sort of like childhood anxieties i was like oh my god i feel like someone's talking about me um and uh he also talked about his connection to this song that I'm kicking myself for not looking up the artist, Um, uh, Marianne, oh man, if he listens to this, he's going to be so mad at me and he's like probably shouting the name out right now. Um, anyway, there is this song from the 20s. well, it was recorded in the 1920s. I'm sure it's a lot older than that. It's a, uh, an old spiritual, um, called Deep River. And, uh, he remembers the first time he heard that song and he formed a really, <laughs> no pun intended, but uh, deep connection to that song. And I have one, too. I didn't hear it on uh, vinyl for the first time, but uh, I heard it. Uh, I was in choir is where I heard it. Um, and also, too, like he would talk about these walks that he would take through Greenwood Cemetery, which is like exactly what I do. Um, I just, I, I really admire this guy a lot. Uh, I, I really have a lot of, um, empathy. Cause he at one point said in his story, like, I wish it was just cancer because there's a name, right. And there's a treatment and you know what to do and you know your odds and this and that. And when it's something that's unexplained, when someone tells you what, you know, this might be beyond current medical research, it's so disheartening. Um, but he has managed to, through a program I think he participated in, in the Mayo Clinic or whatever, he's managed to uh, to manage this. It's never gonna be completely gone, I don't think. But you know, he's up there. He's playing. He played a full set. Like he's killing it. Um, so I had said that you don't know who you're going to see at a so far. Well, this isn't typically shouldn't happen, but I did get a tip off on the fact that he would be at this so far. Yeah. I knew I went to see him. Um,
1: which, again, that's pretty rare. You're not supposed to do You're really that. not supposed to know that's that. We're not, that's why we're not dropping a diamond, saying who tipped her off to it. But right, but I'm just actually s- kind of them to do.
0: But you, I'll just say that, you know, barring maybe, like, the person's significant other, their manager or whatever, like, nobody knows who's going to be playing at these things. So I uh, was very fortunate. Um, okay, so getting into... Uh, that's a little bit of my so when i found out that that i was going to be seeing him i was i was thrilled i couldn't wait um stefan alexander has a sort of um soothing sort of pop ed sheard song his falsetto is pretty on point Mm -hmm. he has really good range he really can sing
1: incredible tone really
0: Yeah, Um, I think that, like I said, the um, first song he did was Medicine. He has an EP called Thunderclap, which you can find on Spotify, which we'll link to. Um, And, uh, you know, that was that was a, you know, a good solid Granted, you're getting the acoustic version, um, but it is a good, solid um, version of that song. I really I don't know. He just moves me. I don't know how else to really put it. I could feel like his kind of heart in the whole thing. And, uh i was uh I, I was i was feeling very much in from the from the get-go what were your first impressions
1: um like like i said excellent voice incredible voice um great songwriting lyrically beautiful music on top of it um you know he's not uh, i'm not gonna pretend that he's a particularly good guitar player but he was up there uh doing just fine on using the guitars an accompaniment. Nothing particularly complex going back there. If I were to give any constructive criticism, I would say it would be really good. I think it would be great for him if he could find uh, maybe a couple musicians that were, I don't want to say better, but have a better ear for the type of music that he wants to make and put something more complex underneath these lyrics that, you know, are deep and they are moving. Um, And for me personally, and maybe this is just the kind of music that he wants to make anyway, but for me personally... It would be nice to, to hear musical accompaniment along with these lyrics that um, really helps them along, that really improves them and, and complements them on top of it all.
0: Well, listen to the Spotify if you haven't.
1: Mm-hmm. No, 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 for sure. It's good on Spotify, too. It's it's solid on Spotify. But, you know, I, I to me, it's like he, he could be like fun and, you know, the, that old band fun you know rest in peace them because uh, um, yeah. uh, a he's got a voice like that guy and b you know if he could find uh, a band to go along with him that could maybe add some complexity it's basically what i'm looking for is some complexity to the musical accompaniment behind him and a lot of his
0: stuff got it um yeah honestly i <laughs> i was very very happy with the show oh um, don't i'm
1: not gonna pretend that i wasn't that it wasn't yeah. beautiful really like i if i saw him on the street corner i'd stop and listen
0: yeah uh i uh, think he then moved into a song that he has not performed live before it's kind of hard to remember because this was such an intimate environment i could do some instagramming to a point but in terms of writing my little notes which i often do or else i'll forget things which is why i'm drawing blanks here it was like not really something i could do so i'm just trying to go off the top of my memory um I think it was, yeah, Can't Cry. Uh, that was a that was a very uh, pretty song. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, then he did this cover of this song called Oh My, which I'm trying to remember who sings that song. Um, do you remember her name?
1: No, I don't remember.
0: Oh, my God. Just, I, I know I should have. Uh, it's called Oops. It's called Oops. It's a song by an artist named Tweet who <laughs> we haven't heard from in a really long time. Um, I'm just going to, like... Let me fast forward here a little bit. You guys all know this one. Um, and I'm I'm going to play a little clip of his cover of that, too. So, I don't know. I just think he's kind of clever and... Uh, I don't know, you know, willing to experiment or whatever. You know, I, you know, I probably, uh, my feelings about him are maybe a bit softer than yours. Um, but, and, and, and I, I didn't particularly see what you saw in terms of the lack of complexity and that sort of thing. But I will say that you could always, I feel like pop music just, In general, could always use that. Yeah, for sure. So, that being said, if he were to take the direction that James is talking about, I could see it being nothing but even better than it already is, you know? Yeah,
1: that's kind of where it comes down to. Mm -hmm. You know, I'm not a big proponent for pop music as it is. Mm -hmm. You know, I'm not going to say that he's four-chord pop, but... He's not super far off it, uh, but he knows how to make a song well enough that there was actually solid chord progressions and some uh, key changes and that kind of thing in it. So he knows what he's doing. I'm not going to pretend that uh, he's a poor musician or anything or he's not good at crafting a song because I really do believe he is. Or at least, you know, maybe it's not fully him. It's a producer that he works with or something. That could be, too. It could be like
0: the direction that he's sort of being guided yeah. into i and mean again, we just it, don't know because this kid like he played cello like yeah. all through childhood i mean you've got to know
1: you gotta know what you're doing a thing that. or two complex to play instrument. in an orchestra uh um and what i'll say to that is like again if this is just the kind of music that he wants to make that's great he should make it and he's making good music in that genre
0: people will enjoy it right. if he if he were to take off like he's he's enjoyable i will say okay so i while i uh am not so certain on the you know needs complexities no one thing i will say this is me and maybe this isn't as much something you feel but uh you know you know that clip that was big on vine indie rock girl voice yeah like welcome to my kitchen yeah oh yeah we have finennas so that that drives me nuts (laughs)
1: Yeah, no, I'm not saying he needs to do that. He no, what need I'm to cha- what I'm no, no, no. saying, he what I was going to gonna change s- his voice at all. What
0: I was going to say was that I I heard him do that a few times, a little bit. Mm. Yeah, and I was like, Argh. but a lot of people like that voice. Mm. Selena Gomez did very well with like good for you, you know, you know what I mean. That really worked for her, so people like it. He has a lot of popular appeal. That would be the only thing that I was like. Mm, mm, you know, but I mean, I'm so hesitant to say it because it's such a minor thing for me. It was only a couple of times and I just love this guy to death. I just love him. I just, I love his energy. I love his charisma. I love how warm and open he is uh, both when he's performing and when he's interacting Mm -hmm. with his fans. I mean, uh, nicest guy just so ever gracious me. and kind and you just feel it coming off him and uh he's funny like when he was talking about his cover for uh i think his medicine single he had he said he had all the makeup, and i saw the, the the picture later and he's like it was the gayest thing i've ever done he's like so like glammed out oh you yeah know, oh my god picture of him you know he's just so funny and frank and uh i don't know i i feel like you know I normally don't listen to pop music but um this is someone that I would 100% make an exception for knowing what all of the background is there and and uh how much heart is in it you know I it's 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 interesting when you actually get a little glimpse into who the person is. Do you know what I mean? That it can like change your perspective a little bit. Mm-hmm. Kind of like maybe when it's like your kid, and you just think it's amazing. Yeah, <laughs> no, right, it's right. not like that. It's not like that. I I do have a critical eye for this, but uh, I I am he he's he definitely hooked me. Um, I so hope to see shows of his in the future, and um. Uh, I want to support this guy 100%. So, and I think you should too. Yo. Yeah,
1: 100%. If he announces a show at, you know, probably like a Baby's All Right, some kind of small venue like mm-hmm. that, Knitting Factory. Yeah, absolutely. I think that'd be a really good setting for him. We'll
0: probably, the link this time, I don't think he's on Songkick. Um, So maybe you might have to go to his like website directly. We'll look, yeah, we'll look for some that. stuff up. Uh-huh. Okay, so in the next up, we had. Uh, a solo uh, act again uh, a woman who calls herself pinky promise um, pinky promise she has sort of uh, I don't know an Americana vibe to me which makes sense isn't she from the Midwest I forget uh, Florida. Or the South, Florida. Florida she's got an Americana vibe um, do you want to talk a little bit about her and, yeah, and I'll get into A
1: bit of folksy singer-songwriter and it's not from listening to her actual recording music with the band, you know, I got that impression mostly because it's a so far, she's up there with a guitar in her voice, you know, so it's not necessarily the type of music she makes, but, uh, even in the recordings, yeah, it's got a nice healthy dose of that Americana. She's got a good voice for it, kind of a, a softer voice, uh, with a good range. And she can belt a bit, too, so she can put some power behind her voice. And I will say of the three acts, she was by far the best on the guitar. She was doing some really interesting, complex stuff beneath her voice to uh, on top of it. And she was kind of going up and down the scales with, with uh, most of her music there, which sort of led a, a very nice... Uh, you know, rise and fall with all of the music that she was doing. It was really neat. I really liked that uh, aspect of of her music.
0: It was. It was like waves in a bit. Mm -hmm. And she would do, you know, interesting. This might seem very basic, but it's just sometimes things a musician doesn't think of. um, Contrast. Well, thankfully, because of the level of proficiency she has on the guitar, she has the ability to play it real rough Mm -hmm. and loud, and it doesn't sound bad or like she's just like, you know mindlessly shredding right Mm -hmm. so she can really like fucking wail on the guitar but while she's doing that she'll have this like soft lilting voice on top of it which is a really cool contrast and then you know then conversely she would just stop playing and like belt Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. do you know what i'm saying so there was always this like contrast between soft and loud you know hard and and easy uh lilting and grinding you know what I mean it was really cool um, in terms uh, f- you know from a musical perspective I, I mean I've no doubt she's very talented and, and she is uh, touring and that sort of thing too mm-hmm. she's definitely out there um I, I hopefully did play a, a clip of one of her songs um although I can't say the name of it because I I just don't know um right now I couldn't match it up from her uh spotify but um yeah so i would say like in the end you know contrasting with stefan whose music i feel is very accessible and you know teenage girls and boys mm-hmm. would go wild for it i feel like her music is a little bit less so mm-hmm. it's thinker music like the first thing i thought of was like she'd be a great opener for the mountain goats you know yeah. what i mean oh, she's yeah, a storyteller sure. mm-hmm. her her melodies are strange You you know they don't they're not earworms you know what I'm saying you have to really pay attention to what she's doing it's just a different type of experience you know I like both Mm -hmm. um some people like just one or the other and that's okay too but yeah so she's a little bit more um uh her choices are can be very unexpected Mm -hmm. shall we say and so uh, for some people they might be just like you know I don't I can't follow it um, but I really liked yeah, it. Um, I I'm, liked her journey.
1: Right. I'm here for it any day. I, I definitely given a shot. You know, she plays Rockwood or something like that. Sure. Let me check it out and see her with a band behind her. She did mention that she's got a show with a band behind her coming up, but it's on like a night that I'm not free. Didn't she say it's like this coming weekend?
0: Oh, I would have to like look Friday. it up. I don't remember exactly. Yeah. Friday uh, when
1: I'll, I'll be at a wedding and Mar will get to see two door cinema club and we'll talk about that <laughs> next week.
0: Oh, well, hot t- what do we call that? Lace teaser, teaser, teaser on that one. Teaser yeah. on that one. Yes, He will be covering, covering Tudor Cinema Club. Um, so, do you have any further thoughts on Kay Eager? I mean, nope, that's the next one. Pinky <laughs> promise. Um, Pinky promise. Yeah. We'll
1: talk about Kay Eager next, but uh, Pinky okay. promise. Um, okay. Like I said, I will. I'll give her another shot with a band behind her because I, I really enjoyed it. The, her music is far more up my alley because um, it's it's got the complexity behind it. It's got the. Um, Movement of the vocals mixing in with what she was doing on guitar because she was doing some really interesting stuff with it. It wasn't just chords. It was arpeggios and pausing for a moment to, right. to, to hit harder notes, you know, bringing out playing softer during certain parts and playing heavier during other parts. It was really interesting stuff. And i love to see what she does with the band behind her as well.
0: So moving on to I Spilled the Beans, our third artist, Kate Yeager, Yeager. because I love Kate Yeager. Uh, We have a song here that's uh, playing underneath. Um, I don't know the name of it, but I know it's about loving yourself. And that's something that oftentimes not all of us are good at doing, Mm -hmm. although it's hard to imagine that Kate would have that problem because this woman is such a powerhouse. Oh, yeah. Force up there. She's so much fun. She's so engaging. I know that she has a, a day job working with children and it shows. Yeah, you, you can know. tell. Yeah. She's she's very like um patient mm-hmm. with people. Um she
1: get the do- crowd going, talking to the crowd to yes. try and get them into that. I'll also add, she's the only one that didn't get up there with a the mic. Kate Yeager don't need no fucking mic. Oh, she's you're got right. a powerful She doesn't
0: voice. need it. She doesn't oh. She's yeah, it's funny because it's like her voice is so powerful, but never once did I really feel I feel like she could turn on intimidation if she wanted to. Do you know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. Like she she could have an imposing presence, um, but instead for her act brand or whatever, just who she is as a person. um, She just seemed it's vibrant. It's like it's 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 gentle, even when she's, um, you know, really belting out. Mm -hmm. Uh, And a
1: little bit of that. Janis Joplin raspiness to it Mm -hmm. not too much but a little bit in it and that I really really like that too I have to say
0: yeah and uh you know she would even go as far as when I say interaction like it isn't just it wasn't just like call and response stuff which she did do or like here's the chorus singing along she did this really cute thing um well you know actually let me go through the song list proper and then I'll get to that there was that song almost lover um which I think we're going to play that one at the end, yeah. Yeah, okay. Uh, that was one of my favorites. I thought that was really sweet. That was basically about, I guess, someone that she was with years ago who they almost they were almost a thing, but ultimately not, and sort of like the bittersweetness of that. Um, Then she had this song, uh, Kiss Me Like You Mean It, which was <laughs> just a real sweet one. It's about the kind of thing where you just like, it's morning and y'all gotta go to work and you just don't wanna get out of the bed. Mm. You know what I'm saying? And it's just like, let's just call it. Mm. You know what I'm It's saying? really sweet, it's a cute song. I yeah, it's uh, really and sweet. It, it's it,
1: that description, it sounds like it should be cheesy, but it's not because she's a really good singer and writes good lyrics to it.
0: Yeah, you know, and she, uh, she got us singing the chorus, whatever, which was pretty easy to learn. She passed around her mailing list, which she said was like her own personal tender. She's like, feel free to ask me out (laughs) on a date here. So that was. she's like, I like whiskey and long walks on the beach. Just like really cute like that, you know, just very much aware. She's just pointing things out in the audience and that sort of thing, you know, various people and and whatnot.
1: Yeah, which again is like, oh, yeah, you work with kids. So,
0: yeah, exactly. So she's just she's just a really good time. She's super fun. You just feel really good listening to her. She just. The just a uh, you just feel really good, mm-hmm. you know. I don't know how else to put it. I never feel like I I wouldn't call her music thinking music. I don't feel like I have to like think during it. Like maybe I would have a little bit more with Pinky Promise. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? It's like I can just kind of drift with it. And you know that's just a that's one isn't better than the other. It's just a difference of like, do I want to open water swim today or do mm-hmm. I want to go down a lazy river? Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Just like how am I feeling? And uh,
1: she's fun and upbeat in a way that kind of like I said before, it really should be cheesy. But because she has a good personality for it and it's, uh, you know, it almost when she's up there. And again, this is working with kids thing. It's like uh, you feel like she's playing for a bunch of kids at a birthday party, but she's playing for a bunch of adults. Right. She's catering that style to adults to do like these stuff that you might feel is kind of kitschy, but it works with her because she can pull it off.
0: Like if you were to have like an adult birthday party that was themed a child's birthday party, Kay Yager, yeah. which I believe actually Carmen Electra did that once. Um, That's bizarre. <laughs> well, it's Carmen Electra. What do you expect? But yeah, so she had like the birthday hats for everyone in that, but then it was also like, you know, you know, a bouncy house, a bouncy house, an, and a, a bouncy house but then also dope. like ice luges with oh. vodka. You know what I mean? So it was like all the things that are fun from kids' parties, but also all the things that are fun As about adults, yeah. being yeah. an adult. So there was, you know, definitely booze there, and like you know, fancy little finger foods, like kid foods, like modified. You know mm. what I'm saying? Like, That's cool. Things that little kids like, but like made into more adult. Anyway going off on a tangent there but kate yeager would be the perfect fucking party (laughs) kind of fucking party
1: fuck a weird ass clown she would be so good she would be so good
0: yeah yeah if there were to be like a child themed adult birthday party and you need all these all these grown-ass adults
1: sitting cross-legged on the floor
0: you need kate yeager for that Kate Yeager, you gotta uh, you gotta think about this yeah. like this marketing. That's angle. a niche
1: right there. Why not?
0: Oh my God! No, it's a thing. Sometimes people have parties like this. Yeah, with the bouncy house and everything. Hey, we went to a. Oh wait, no, you weren't there. That was New Year's. You were you were away. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, there was a bouncy house like in the venue.
1: Was that a um. Are City those? Fox. City Fox. Yeah yeah. Yeah,
0: yeah. yeah. So I mean, listen, adults can do that too. In fact, you had a block party. On you my block when around, again I was
1: away. Every he time was away. quick rant. I swear to God, every time I block to something cool, it's a week and then I'm so not here it Literally, me
0: nuts. literally. Like imagine opening up your front door. Opening up your front door, and outside of it is a like
1: Water forty
0: foot tall inflatable water slide like not like a little baby one like you're going you, it's mm-hmm. a drop mm-hmm. it's like a good 15 foot drop
1: basically what we're saying is brooklyn is cooler than wherever you live
0: <laughs> it was amazing i totally did it It was just yeah and then this little kid crawled on me like thought i was family and they're like no miles that's not <laughs> you your, family now. You're ta- your family or whatever you're like i was like it's fine cute uh but yeah kate is that perfect blend i think between like which sort of uh, appeals to uh, our more our innocent side, but she does not steer away from adult mm-hmm. themes at all. But she takes the sort of, I don't know, the sort of madness and seriousness and uh, she, just any everything that comes with adulthood. Mm-hmm. She takes all of that out and mm-hmm. keeps all the good stuff from an adult experience and all the good stuff from the experience of being a youngster. Uh, like, I just and had that's this super thought. cool I, I just yeah. had this
1: thought she's almost like the Wiggles if they're adults you know what I mean if they were like actually I really hope she understands that these are adults. compliments yeah right this is good and trust me it's a ton of fun <laughs> apparently she mentioned that she's, she's a real for her she's herself. a real regular for uh, So Far Sounds she said yeah. that like she, she threw out that it's like if an act cancels they know to come to me because I'll probably be around to do it so she's clearly really putting herself out there and trying to um, you know make this music and, and do music as much as possible so if you're in New York in particular uh try and, and you catch so far sounds apparently chances are pretty good you're gonna see her and you know there's a reason she got put third because she was the most fun out of all of them to be yeah sure. she
0: just she just really has a very solid tight act and uh a very clear you know I and it, this isn't to be disparaging or anything like that because I could be wrong. I don't see anything wrong with having a brand. This could just be a brand. I, mm. I don't know her personally. Maybe right. this is just how she is 24-7. I don't know how you could possibly maintain that level of up. Twenty four seven, you could, yeah, but or, whether or whether hate. this is who she is or whether this is a brand, yeah. I've gotten to the point where like I I, it, I don't really care. Car- uh, Karen
1: O's shy in person, but an absolute force on you stage. Go. You know,
0: right? You know what I'm saying? So
1: or honey, all what, over herself. What, so, like,
0: whatever she, yeah, wh- whatever this is, uh, it's definitely working. It makes you feel real good in the soul. And we definitely want to link to her Spotify and future shows that she's doing. Mm-hmm. I think she's also touring soon. So good yeah, news if you're one not really, in New York.
1: Yeah, I'd really like to see her. With and a the full band. band. Yeah, Absolutely. let's see what she does with that. And
0: God, she's so fun. Very, very
1: charismatic too. So um, I don't know if she plays the guitar while she's got the band with her, she lets them do it. I'd like to see her just up there with a mic because I have a feeling she's one of those people that could be very, very charismatic with just a mic in her hand, mm. you know, not to say that a uh, singer songwriter that's holding a guitar, they can't be charismatic. But for me personally, I, if I see just a guitarist and just a singer, I, I Generally, I notice you could be a little bit more charismatic because you're kind of stuck where you're standing if, right. you're, if you're holding a the guitar there. Some guys could pull it off. That's part of it, is that, you know, they're up there and they're kind of calm, kind of like Ezra Coning from Vampire Weekend, who we'll talk about next. We'll get to that in a bit. But, uh, I'd really love to see what she does with a band behind her as well. So I'm going to follow her a little bit, maybe see if uh, I get a chance to catch her at Rockwood or something like that.
0: Oh, and speaking uh, of being an audience member, I forgot to mention this. I think this is the last song. Again, I wasn't really able to take notes like in a subtle way, so I can't remember if this is the last song or the next last one, but Second to last. what she did that was really cool was she uh she said uh when um uh, I'm gonna ask you a question and then on the count of three you're all gonna answer it and it was like if you like if uh, beer or wine and people shouted it out and then she's like if wine red or white one two three people shout out their answer and then something about whether you're um meat or vegetarian meat meat or, or, or vegan I think she said vegan. No, she's a vegan vegetarian. vegetarian and someone's like Ve-! And And you you look and it's the the
1: person that you're like, oh yeah, you're a vegan.
0: Pretty much, if you were to look in the room and be like, guess who's the most uh, militant vegan in this room? You'd be like, that one, yeah. and you would be correct. It the was rest very, of us said meat, but you know, <laughs> and, like, it was just, red-blooded in, goddamn in, Americans. <laughs> there were a few vegetarians, but you know, it was like just goes to show it. You know, the the sort of wide variety of people she attracts. But it was just kind of a neat thing because it wasn't just like now repeating her lyrics. She's like saying people love to answer questions, mm-hmm. like little qu- why do you think people take those s- silly quizzes? Yeah, in, of in course, in Facebook. You know what I'm saying? Like people love to like talk about what they like or whatever like it's fun it's like a little game and that again was just sort of appealed to my you know my youngster side so to speak and what's really cool about that song is that she said the song is not recorded or uh, released, it's not on any album or EP or whatever, but she said if you come to a SoFar or any of her shows, I guess, and tag her on Instagram, she you ask her for it, she will send you mm-hmm. a recording of that song. How cool is that? I think and, it was a live recording yeah. from, like, what, six months ago or and something.
1: And she sure did when we asked her she for did. it. She did. Yeah. She
0: sent it. My God, she's uh, an an incredibly sweet person. So, yeah, all in all, just, like, three that day, that night, uh, three very engaging uh you know, um, interesting, interesting, yeah. yeah, interesting, charismatic people, but all in very different ways. You know, again with uh, Stefan, it was like um, the depth of his story and how it resonated and. And uh, how full of heart he is with Pinky Swear she's got more of that sort of like little little bit of uh, snarkiness going mm-hmm. on you know she has like this cute little snarky kind of um, cynical
1: almost sarcastic part yeah, to her which yeah. always I like honestly
0: right right which is which is really really cute uh, and then Kate who's just like you know just a, a ball of energy oh, yeah, you know what I'm sure. saying just warms up warms in up your the face room. in the best kind of way so you know you would have been very lucky to to be at this show we we really we really uh did well with that one very fortunate okay so we are closing out with
1: almost lover almost lover by kate yeager
0: right we we love that one um thank you so much for listening uh again you can follow us on instagram at high decibels podcast uh we're on soundcloud please follow us there subscribe to us on itunes we're there now Shoot us an email if you like high decibels podcast at gmail.
1: Give us some comments. We need some constructive criticism.
0: Reviews would be dope. All right, then. Thank you again, y'all. And we'll talk to you later.